Welcome to Opie at the Movies! Hi, I'm your host Chad Ombi. Welcome to another episode of Ombi at the Movies. Today we are talking about 42, the Jackie Robinson story. Uh, disclaimers that we always give so that I uh, can analyze the movie as much as possible for me. Uh, the Every single episode of Ombi at the Movies uh, has the movie completely spoiled. So if you have not seen 42 and would like to see the movie before you listen or watch the podcast, go ahead and pause now. Uh, I do highly recommend everybody see this movie. It is rated PG-13 because in order for it to be authentic to the horrible, terrifying, racist experience that Jackie Robinson experienced. They had to use very, very inappropriate and very hateful, prejudiced language in the film. Um, but so as such, it is ready PG-13. But again, if you're going to watch that, go ahead and pause this now and then come on back. Okay, I'm assuming you're here because you have either seen 42 or you're okay not having seen it before we discuss the movie today. So 42 was uh came out in 2013 um it uh was directed and written by brian helgeland um and it stars the legendary chadwick boseman as jackie robinson 42 if you did not know refers to um jackie robinson's number that he played for the at time brooklyn dodgers uh, as opposed to um, the Los Angeles Dodgers now. They were, for those of you that don't know any of the history, or a little at least of the history of baseball, um, the Dodgers were in Brooklyn for a long, 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 long time before they were in, um, you know, before they were in L.A. Uh, so as the movie happens, uh, the uh, in the, so in Brooklyn, uh, the general manager for the team, the uh, Brooklyn Dodgers, name was Branch Rickey. Uh, Branch Rickey is also famous for kind of creating the minor league uh, farm system for Major League Baseball. But Branch Rickey, um, played by Harrison Ford, uh, wants to be the first to integrate baseball um, to allow um, African-American players to um, play in the Major Leagues alongside um, white players. Uh, so Jackie Robinson is the first player to do this. So I kind of want to unpack this a little bit. A, how the movie is done, and B, um, A, how the movie is done, and B, um, real-world reactions to this, as at least the way the characters were portrayed in the film. So uh, the movie is a very well-done movie, Um as far as the way it really hits at your heartstrings and really uses baseball as a backdrop to explain the importance of what Jackie Robinson did. Um, there are a bunch of really great moments in this movie as far as, um, you know, whenever Jackie Robinson hit like a home run, he wasn't, you know, it was, I love the symbolism there. If every time he stole a base or every time he hit a home run, he was, uh, you know, he was doing a lot to really do more than just play baseball. He was using these things to make points about people's racism and 
he was playing baseball and by playing baseball, he was actively overcoming said racism. So um, for example, he was using the racism of the uh, players against them uh, while he, um, you know, was uh, running the bases in the movie. In the movie, when he's running the bases and he's, uh, his presence is so distracting to the pitcher because he cannot, you know, he cannot get over the fact that there's a black player playing with them. So the pitcher is completely distracted and is unable to really focus on pitching and thus he steals every single base. Um, there's also a metaphor there, I think, for the fact that you don't get to take your base necessarily, right? Sure, yeah, uh, you in baseball, yeah, you get walked, right? You know, you sometimes get a walk, but you don't necessarily get to, you don't get to take bases, right? You have to steal them. Um, you know, you don't, you're not given bases, you have to take them. And I wonder if that's also a metaphor for the civil rights movement is nobody was going to just give, um, people the equality that they deserved. They had to fight for it. Uh, Jackie Robinson, even as he was given this opportunity by Branch Rickey, he had to fight for it. Um, so he had to steal those bases. He had to take those bases. Uh, and that is something that I think that's an interesting metaphor. Um, also, the quickest way for him to silence all the racist players, all the racist coaches, was to just hit a home run. You know, um, and I think that that uh, also, again, being good at what you do is an incredible way to, you know, basically show and demonstrate that um, people shouldn't be judged based on their color of their skin or any other metric that like that. Um, people should be um, treated fairly and equally. And I think we can all kind of agree with that, hopefully. Um Another point I want to hit on is the use of children in this movie. There's two instances, really three instances of children in this movie that I think are really important. Um, one of which was the the kids looking up to Jackie. Uh, at first, it's the black kids in the, the in Brooklyn. You know, he he's providing much needed representation for them um, and a much needed um, you know opportunity for them to see themselves. Um, you know, as a celebrity doing awesome things. So uh, that's great to see. But also what's interesting is you see the white kids then pretending that they are Jackie Robinson. And one of the characters even says, look at all the white kids uh, here that are pretending that they're an adult black man. And it reminded me of another character that Chadwick Boseman played, Black Panther, um, who was just universally acclaimed in this amazing performance. And that, and then I remember we had, uh, you know, you had white children dressing up as T'Challa for Halloween. Um, you know, I think that uh, it's an interesting parallel. I'm not getting into the debate over whether or not that was appropriation or not. That is not for me to say. Uh, the other way children are used is in a really heartbreaking, sad way, in my opinion. Um, but very, very, very powerful moment. I believe they're playing in Cincinnati. Um, the Dodgers are playing in Cincinnati, and the there's a dad who is there with his son, and the son is just, you know, getting into the game, cheering for different players. I believe he's excited to see Pee Wee Reese, um, you know, very excited to see the players. 
Jackie Robinson comes to the field. Uh, nobody really, you know, the, the kid doesn't really seem to care either way. Um, he just is kind of just staring at Jackie Robinson. Then his dad starts spewing out racial slurs. And the kid looks at his dad. And then he, you see him before your very eyes transform into a racist monster. You see him transform and start saying horrible things to Jackie Robinson as well. Right in front of our very eyes, we see this innocent child lose his innocence right in front of us. Um, and I think that that's very sad, but I also think that's a very important thing for us to see. So parents, caregivers, guardians, your words and your actions matter because you are shaping the lives of children. Children are not born hateful or prejudiced. It is a learned behavior. And for, you know, this child to demonstrate that, I think, was very important. He was not inherently racist towards Jackie Robinson until he saw that negative behavior. And what do you do when you see the negative behavior of someone uh, that you that is your caregiver? Copy it, right? So I, I think that that was a very powerful moment. The last thing I really want to discuss about this, well, there's I could go on and on and on and on and on. Um, I want to discuss the role of Branch Rickey here. Um, he's an interesting character, uh, played by Harrison Ford. You know, he's he's saying all the right things as far as, oh, I don't want to be a racist. Uh, oh, I don't want to do, um, you know, I, I don't want to have to live with the fact that I could have done more to help my college um, you know, my college uh, friend that was black at um, Wesleyan that got bullied for being black. I could have done more to help him. So now I need to do more for you now. That's all well and good. But there's also a big, big part of him that is uh, motivated by capitalism, right? At the very beginning of the movie, he says... Um, there are black people who will pay money to see Jackie Robinson, basically, in Brooklyn. So part of his, um, you know, helping Jackie Robinson was selfishly motivated. And I wonder if that's a, a metaphor for sometimes the idea of a performance activist, right? We have people who, you know, want to help other people, but sometimes they do it for selfish reasons. Um, but I think he started that way, and then maybe as he got to know Jackie, we're supposed to believe that, no, he, he really is a good person, and he does really want to help. So I think that there's a duality to him, and in doing some research on the real-life branch, Ricky, I think he was a very complex and complicated man. The last thing I want to talk about is this idea of... Or I said the last thing already, but I'm going to say it again. Last thing uh, is the idea that Jackie is... Uh, the idea that Jackie is supposed to not fight back, right? Uh, when people are saying and doing these horrible things to him, he's told by everyone he has to just take it. And I think that that's pretty awful um, to see. And it's really heartbreaking because the people who were telling him he has to take it are the same people who um, don't aren't having to experience and cannot relate to what he is going through, do not empathize with what he is going through. And they are telling him that he has to sit and take it. And that is very frustrating. And I think that that is a very unfortunate circumstance. 
he ends up doing that because the reason for that is because they know, you know, if he does fight back, then the story is not going to be he was being bullied by racists. The story is going to be he attacked them. So I understand why they were saying it. It's just a really harsh, unfortunate part of the story that happened. Um, But uh, I do think that it is important for everybody to know the story of Jackie Robinson. Um, I think he's a national treasure. And it is ridiculous that it took until 1947 for baseball to be fully integrated. Um, I think that it is a very important movie to see not just how far we've come as a society, but how far we still have to go. And hopefully somebody watches this movie uh, and um, they learn something about themselves or they... uh, you know, learn something about the world around them. I'm not saying that everybody who watches it is a racist and needs to not be racist anymore, but I am saying you need to look at your own privilege and your own, you know, position in the world. Um, And also I think it's important to see that racism takes many different forms. It's not just the angry coaches yelling and the angry fans yelling racial slurs at this man. It's also the other coaches that say things like, I don't know if Philadelphia is ready for um, a black person in baseball uh, or the hotel people being, oh, I'm sorry, we're completely full. No, not that it's, I'm sorry, the, um, the, uh, the airline, the airline saying, sorry, we're completely full. Um, and, 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 you know, these other ways that people are demonstrating their racism besides just yelling and attacking and verbally harassing him. There are other ways that they discriminated against him as well. And that's to show you that prejudice is not just one. There's not just one type of prejudice and hatred and discrimination that exists. Um, but again, I think this is a very important movie. I think Chadwick Boseman did a phenomenal job. Um, and bringing Jackie Robinson to life. Um, I highly recommend the movie. Uh, thank you very much for taking the time to join us at Irby at the Movie!